This is the Plaza Theatre Podcast. Dearest Joe by Leo Ventris with Stephen Lilly as Joe, Kerry Butcher as Anna and music by Chris Elvin. Directed and edited by Matthew Ellison. April the 8th, my dearest Joe. I thought I remembered it, but now I realise because of that idea how unprepared I was. For the wild fragrances, the dazzle and the haze, the colours. Colours? Even the blue of the sea. You'd think I might have remembered that right, but it takes my breath away. The travelling was tiring, especially the final boat trip. It's so awful not being able to put two strings of words together properly, but everyone was very friendly. Turning it all over once again. The peasant, tilling the family field. Ma was there when we came in. We walked back from the harbour through the town, then along the coast path. Just on our way, I saw several chandlers, small workshops, orange trees, donkeys, peasants in their fields. Hoping for what? If you could see how Ma's got this place shaped to suit her. It may be small, but she's so happy in it. I seem to have struck up already with their neighbour, Mrs Kaludis. The one who helped her get the place, who's still in the house she was born in. She showed me the letter Ma wrote when I appeared on the scene, she put it. She kept it all this time. Sometimes she's a bit keen to tell me the way they do things here, but I think she's getting the message. It's still too early to know any more about Ma. We must wait for the appointment with the specialist in ten days. Just be patient, Dr Mellon told her. Another boat trip. They'll soon be second nature. She gets tired quickly, but she doesn't complain. Sends you all her best. Second nature. I wish I could explain how things feel here. Put my feelings properly into words. It's straight away like... Home? Something... I'm headed in the right direction. Beyond you. Like catching hold of a rhythm, and it catching hold of you. I miss our dancing. I've only had a few days. I know it's far too quick to know. But life already seems simpler. More peaceful as if everything stood out better in the sunlight. Ma needs more than I expected, and I've bought some things to make sure she has them. So if you do have anything you can spare, beyond what you're putting aside for your fare, send it to me. I've looked around for places I could use my English, but just now, as we thought, there's really nothing I can do. Uh, I hope to have more to say in a couple of weeks. I'd rather wait and write properly than dash off a few lines. Write properly. Keep busy. And be careful. And patient. Change of mind. Understanding. I love you. Till next time. Anna. Nothing much there. That meets the eye at any rate. Little about our plans, maybe. (laughs) Except for the plea for dough. But nothing much. Too early to know. Feel it. 
filling your veins again, gripping still, after all this time. I hope to have more to say in a couple of weeks. April the 30th. Three weeks later. My dearest Joe. Hard now to recall your thinking with any accuracy, other than about the plans. Whether, as a matter of fact, it went any further at all. Whether, for example, you entertained a single suspicion. It's declined a few degrees since, of course. Warped under the strain. You're left. Like some old alky. We've just got back. Swigging. Pina and Ma and me. Bloody Pina. In the end, we all went. Which, as it turned out, was as well. Dr. Andropolis confirmed everything we'd most feared. While she was dressing, he told us it wouldn't be long. Maybe six weeks. Ten at most, he thought. Pina wept like a baby, uncontrollably. You'd have thought it came as a bolt from the blue, then suddenly she dried up and said, well, it was what she came back for. I shed no tears. Not yet. Nothing seemed to be a surprise to Ma. Despite the evasions of Dr. Mellon, I almost think it was a relief to know at last. A bolt from the blue. No surprise. A relief. At least we're both of us with her. And will continue to be. Did you, then... As much as fancy, there was the smell of something... off. Feel something, in her words. Quite dark now, as I sit at my window. Just one or two chinks from the neighbours. It's as if we've suddenly dived into a wood and everything's sombre. Different. The light, the murmur, as it's bound to be now. The change is a little frightening. But I miss you, Joe. Why do I tell you this? It can't be easy to understand, but... Please try. Just at this moment, London, the flat where I picture you reading this, the eight years we've shared there, all seem a distant existence. It's probably the shock. You have so many unexpected feelings, reactions. Yet you said nothing to yourself and felt nothing, even with all her feelings. Thanks for the money you sent. Between the lines. Look at that. Bring yourself to face all that again. By the way, Pina sends her love. Bloody Pina. We're going... To uncover what? This time, for the first time. Why she needed to... Why should this time be any... Always a first time? To need more things, including medicine. She'll chip in what she can, but most of what they had walked out with Freddy. Then a direct answer for once. Yes, it does all mean a longer wait. Longer apart than we planned. <sighs> Slight hitch. Short delay. Probably only a couple of months. And with all her old furniture, we'll get the money back. You understand, even if I haven't the heart to... Say it plainly. Was it serious what you said about Greg? What were you thinking when you let her go? Nothing. How could you fail to see what it meant? You suspected nothing. She'd say you wasn't hungry enough to succeed. Meaning... You set limits on what you were prepared to do, to achieve your... She'd call it old-worldly, old-fashioned. Say she admired it, but it was old-fashioned, rigid. Better hold on hard to what you believe in this world, or there's no end to it. Was it serious? About Greg? After all you've been through together, you've decided that's it, to have no more to do with him. 
Even when old Bill took him a few months later, the slippery sod, he never took a step, never reached out, even then. Too ashamed, probably. Though we'd been like brothers, never took a small step to make things right. Are you sure? You don't make those kinds of cracks. Are you sure he meant it that way? They're sure. What does he know? Sends them more. They can hardly believe their luck, those islanders. Some Anna from heaven. Cheap shot. He was always too cocky, Greg. Always thinking he could get away with anything. You hardly said anything about how you've actually been spending your time. But the plans were always a sham, of course. She always knew when you left she was leaving you. And was always buying time. Distance. Every contribution bought distance. Finding new ways to keep busy, I hope. She knew you would be. Anyway, I must stop this now. It's already late. I love you. Till next time. Anna. You was ready for kids. It wasn't that. That's a blind alley. Been that way. It wasn't kids. Is she happy? With a girl and a boy now? wasn't the physical side. Always liked you that way. When was it, she said. That little laugh. She thought sometimes you needed her too much. Then a pause. From the end of April, silence. Whole of May, nothing. He wrote twice, telling her more about what you were doing. Nothing. Sunday, the 21st of June. My dearest Joe. The shit you staring at, short ass. Never seen anyone read before. Oh, stare at the... Ma died peacefully on the 12th. Their anniversary. That brought her comfort in the end. She was serene. Always had a temper. That cannot be denied. Now she's gone, I marvel at what she was her strength all these years. We all felt it. We need to honour it in memory. You could be stubborn, but also flexible. Even the plan, the idea of starting a whole new... you came round to. I feel enormously lucky to have had the chance to say goodbye. I shall always be grateful to you for that. How many men would have been prepared to up shop to go back to the land of their forebears? The days since have been crowded. I don't feel I've yet really had any time to myself. Did you? Sometimes frighten her, though. Though you never, ever raised a hand. After the wake on Friday, we buried her yesterday. There was a big turnout. Mrs. Kaludis, who every time I looked at her, gave me a sort of unworldly little smile. Your father, too, from the mainland. Write to him, Joe. Sometime soon, write to him. Afterwards, they all came to the house. Leo told me again how Ma's stories always made him regret not being with us in those first years when we tried to tempt him back. She tried to. Dazzled him. And almost succeeded. She was dazzling them. It was a perfect match, they said. It was love. We were young, maybe. But it was love. He helped make sure things went off the way they should. And right to the end, the very end, she never failed to send her love. I know you'll be sorry you weren't there. I know there was an understanding between you. 
a bond, despite the differences. There often is between people apart, deeper than the differences. But she'd say you couldn't be simple. Meaning? Towards the end, a man I didn't even know by sight tugged at my sleeve and asked for a word. A small man with a domed head and eyes like a gull's. Her lawyer. He told me in a whisper she'd left the house and everything in it to Pina. Bloody Pina. Specific arrangements, he called them. Meaning you couldn't keep up with her. She always wanted something that was beyond you, apparently. Everything. In general. She must have decided Pina and Mickey had the greatest need. And nothing was ever enough. Slave like a pig, not enough. Any way you could, wouldn't quite do. Always left wanting. A wider horizon. More air. Sometimes, when you'd done everything you could to change, be flexible. She'd say you never listened. That she was always trying to tell you, when you agreed to start anew. How many men... She didn't like her office. She felt stifled. Everything made her weary. That was another tune. It showed at the end, when she said she'd go anyway. Everything weighed on her. Even your attention. It only makes me feel the gap between us. I got that out of her once. Meaning, her mind was always elsewhere. Wanting other things. Meaning, you could never give her what she wanted. Or make her want what you could give. Pina and Mickey moved in today. So now we're all together. Pina offered to let me stay as long as I want. Couldn't be simple. When she was always miles away. And I'm still here. We started to tidy the house. Clear things out. We keep finding things and remembering moments. We found that green shirt of yours she hated in one of the cupboards. I suppose you were right after all. She must have taken it as some kind of... Trophy. Pina started telling me about Freddy. The breakup. And she? I... I was never really... at home... with my desires. I blame Dad, I think. Never knew, felt I knew, what I really wanted, what really gave me pleasure. I never felt at home with that. The currents have carried us in different directions from what we expected, yet in spite of everything, the reverses, the sorrows, or maybe because of them, I feel I've cast off a lot of what's been holding me back, or it's just slipped into the sea. Desires never naturally led me anywhere, as they always seemed to her. That was one of the things you always loved about her. I'm breathing the fresh air I've needed. It's giving me the feeling I've yearned for. I feel I'm starting to stretch out. If ever there was a moment when I felt I was getting somewhere, finally, I'd always also wonder, is that enough? Should that satisfy me? I long... One day soon to take a small boat and explore the creeks and coves of this place. And one day soon, I think, it may be possible. That must have been part of it. For her. Though, when you stop and think about it, she was the odd one. Most of the time people have no idea what they want. Most of the time they're too busy struggling. Just managing to get through against the odds. 
guarding their backs against some outside interference that otherwise will mow them down. Most of the time they don't have time to notice pleasure's a problem. Just now and then, when they can stop and look. Though progress seems less obvious than ever, somehow the future still seems more exciting to imagine. How it should be. Some people are impulsive. Anna was impulsive, often. Though you could never tell when. You wasn't... just like you wasn't suspicious. But something in that gave you itchy feet. There was an edge to it. A menace. No mention of the plan, though she was finally free. And why, though progress seemed less obvious than ever, is the future somehow more exciting to imagine? I've gone on long enough. Let me know how you are. Be careful and understanding. I'll write again soon as I can. With my love always, Anna. And that. I'll write as soon as I can. With my love always. Not, I love you, till next time. Was she preparing the blow? With my love. Not just, I love you. It was always just, I love you. Except here, and the last time. Was enough to make you hurry things at your end, if she wasn't exactly at hers. Take a leaf out of Greg's book. Though you knew you never got away with those things. Itchy feet, from the day you got that letter. Itchy fingers in the till inside a month. It was only a few nights before you'd heard Greg had been done, the slippery sod. What did that make you? Fingers caught. Everything caught in the till. Plain as daylight now. Yet then, things are never simple. The current seemed suddenly to take another direction. Just a few weeks later, six weeks later, after you'd been lower than ever. Another letter, an entirely different music. The tenderest letter. August the 13th. My dearest Joe, it was good. <laughs> and suddenly everything, everything hopeful I'd felt, in spite of all the trials and uncertainties, has evaporated in this heat. Just now, I feel beaten. Beaten to a standstill. You're not here. I feel I don't know what I'm doing. And you're not here to help me. I'm on my own. Have all my ideas been crazy phantoms? Ravings? What fun the world enjoys at our expense. Well, what do you know? Working at the centre at least means I can start to pay you back when you need it. How Tone could let you go with the others after all your time together, I do not understand. In fact, he was really good about it. Better than you'd any right to expect. But you couldn't face her knowing the unvarnished truth. How desperate it had you. But you sounded determined. I admire your courage. You make me think of Ma. I know how hard it must all be for you. As I know you know how hard it is for me. It was fury you let get a hold of you. At the idea she'd just sail away. A furious need to find some way, any way. Trade, blow for blow. There have been times I felt my heart would just give out. In the mood to do anything. Then next day, the shame. 
We try. And we're tried. We must keep on trying. Those who knew said it was understandable. Shows how far gone you was. All Tone did was let you go. What you must do is keep going. Keep looking for another place. And I must keep working. She didn't need to know the details. For once, you was glad to be on your own. Anna in the islands. Greg sent away. We keep going. Keep drifting. We wait for the wind to change. But just now I feel... Not alone. That's hardly possible here, but... Out of place? Mars gone. Pina has her Mickey. And now Constantine. Maybe the whole thing has been a terrible mistake. Or maybe this lull will pass. I've been wondering about the idea I've always had. That the world owes us something. A chance of happiness or just some kind of explanation. A few months ago it felt quite clear, but not anymore. Can you still laugh sometimes at things? That great ugly belly laugh of yours. If you can, laugh one for me. I'll write again soon. I love you. Till next time, Anna. Then another, with a similar tone, even briefer, which you got in early October, and which you lost, or someone filched to scrawl a message on. Still living from day to day, hanging on. A bit more about Constantine, Pina's latest, and which you answered, then waited for her to write again, sat by the door, waiting to be understood. 24 hours of hopes squeezed into the drop through a slit. Refusal delivered daily, a collection of bills, every other gathering minute seeping with hope of repayment tomorrow for today's empty pain. A thousand versions of your explanation for the silence, indecisive agony, understandable pride battling obstinate love. An inner pledge to resolve things once and for all, to spare me further anguish. Always, though painful, a tender silence, a thoughtful silence, a deeper sympathy. In the hollow of the ear, the communicating silence between lovers. Ever since, you can't bear silence. And then the last. March the 9th. My dearest Joe. I hope you liked the wallet. Brief. Once more. I'm looking again into the night. It's so quiet at this time of year. And the sea is black as ink. I remember all the birthdays we've had together. Including last year when we finally agreed that I'd come out first. She can look out to sea. Never mentioned that before. She's somewhere new. A year's gone by. A little has happened the way we saw it happening. A year of journeying and discovery. Frustrating. Sorrowful. Losses, but also gains. For me, discovery of a new world. Which was our old world, though we never knew it. The world at our root. Unknown, but dreamt of, maybe. And the fears of excitement from something. The feel of something changed. Slow discovery. But gradual suggestion of new shapes. The surfacing of possibilities. Pina, with her new man and her new home. 
you with your new job, and even with Greg, your decision, before he was sent away to go your separate ways. Me at the information centre, who can say if any of these is really the start of something? Takes us a step further in the right direction. But it's worth fighting for, Joe. Never give up. And don't waste your chances. There's so much fight in you. You can get somewhere you'd never have believed possible. I'll write again soon as I can. With my love, always. Anna. Since when? Nothing. March the 9th, and then... Nothing. Seven years and counting. I'll write again, soon as I can, with my love always. Enough time to think about it, even for you. Disappeared without a trace, a bolt from the blue. Left the scene, and you, stranded. Clock ticking, but the hands not turning. Was she always trying to tell you to move on? Was that in her mind from the start? Get away, then try to tell you she'd left and you needed to move on. The feel of something changed. What had changed? New shapes. Had it all suddenly twisted back into shape? From terrible mistake to new world discovered with the love that was always there. It made no sense. Pina said she wasn't missing. She didn't know where she was, but she wasn't missing. She decided to travel, to explore. Where'd she get the money? We didn't bring the police in. Pina said if we did, it would prove to be ridiculous and a waste of their time. And you believed her. You thought she was right. You never got round to hiring an eye or, or borrowing the money to go out to look for yourself. Faced with the unending silence. Why were you rooted to the spot? Because she wanted me to understand. From what she'd written. The letters. From what was there. She didn't have the heart to write it plainly between the lines. She meant them to explain. To help me understand something, I should have understood. That's still beyond me. No family here, thank God. Just a few friends, a few mates, they understand nothing. They all said not to bother with it anymore. Why, on top of how she treated you, treat yourself to that? Forget it. Forget her. As they have long since. Forget your youth, your dreams your beginnings. Turn the page and start anew. She wanted to let me know. Does the world owe us something? A chance of happiness? Or just some kind of explanation? Saw Freddy once, when he was over. I suppose that's the closest I've come. He tried to tell me the same. See the advantages of a newer model. Slow discovery but gradual suggestions of new shapes. The surfacing of possibilities. Pina with their new man and their new home. You with your new job. And even with Greg, your decision, before he was sent away to go your separate ways. Though in fact, unbeknownst, 
He'd broken out, Greg, by the time she wrote that. Broken out a couple of weeks earlier, with another villain, I heard just after I got it. By which time old Bill had picked up the other one. But Greg got Scott away, a slippery sod. Never a word to me, after my decision. Never surfaced again, as far as I heard. Must have moved on. Started another life, no doubt. Somewhere new. It's not anger now. There is no anger now. That went a long time back. It's not even the not knowing. The mystery. The deception. If that's the word. Not haunted by any of that. It's... The inadequacy. It's the feeling... That it's definitely in there. Somewhere. I'm close to it. On the edge of it. It's staring me in the face. I can't see it. Start anew. Can't fathom it. I write again, as soon as I can. With my love, always. Same words. The first time after Ma died. When there was enough in it for me to notice. Make me feel like hurrying things along a bit. Itchy fingers inside a month. Caught in the till. A leaf out of Greg's book. It was only a few nights before I'd heard he'd been done. Slippery sod. Back and forward. It's in there somewhere. Between the lines, if I could only see it. What would I do? What would I do if, after all this time, one day, one day she just walk back in. After all this time, through that door, she just walked back in and said it had all been a terrible mistake. I'd have her back. for listening to the Plaza Theatre podcast. Although the theatre is closed, keeping the building maintained still costs money. If you've enjoyed our podcast today, please consider making a donation to keep theatre alive in Romsey. Visit plazatheatre.com for more details.